Sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon. Welcome. It's Wednesday. Time for Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Chuck, Zach, Tony, Kirk, along with you, hanging out, just doing what we do. And right now, I have nothing but depression for the World Cup. What's up? I've enjoyed the World Cup. I'm high on the World Cup. I've rallied about all things World Cup. And what are we left with at the end of the day? Euro power. The South elite. American power. I don't, I don't understand I'm, I'm, why I'm you're gutted by that. I'm why gutted. you're you're a geography snob or what? what I'm gutted. I don't like the elites winning it every time. I wanted the the Johnny Come Latelys. I wanted the the little man. So you wanted the U.S. to win? <laughs> well, I wasn't that crazy. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, Cinderella I story. Some, I have some idea about what's going on. Jill Bill Murray. Uh, Narrating that documentary. The whole Cinderella thing. story. I know, right? That's all right. Thank you there. You know, uh, Jordan told me today uh, that uh, the U.S. Is, is right there with Morocco in the world rankings. Ugh. And that if we just played defense like the Moroccans, that we could have been right there. We could have had something for the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. That's the sadness. Stop. You know, it does sound like you had a little soap opera going on over there. Yes, it did. He said, they said. Yes. <laughs> You're going home early. He got you don't his practice. hurt because he didn't get in the game. You don't practice hard. <laughs> That's a typical U.S. soccer kid. His mom probably <laughs> called. <laughs> Why didn't that kid get in the game in the second half? I'm not bringing you any. You played those other guys. <laughs> no fruit wedges. No orange wedges for the team. The orange wedges are staying so he, home. The midfielder pouted because he didn't get in, and his mom called. And <laughs> Isn't this sad? No, that's soccer in the U.S., my friend. If we played a little harder, we could be like Netherlands. <laughs> we could have had something for the Netherlands. Where in a 200-plus year history of America have we ever heard that before? If we could just be a little better, we could be like the Netherlands. No, we'd have had something for them. But, yeah. I just wasn't talking about, about U.S. You, you, you drug me over to the America. think about it. If you realize that our young men in this country are sent onto the pitch by soccer moms, <laughs> nobody talks about soccer dads. We got NASCAR dads. <laughs> we got soccer moms. Soccer moms. That's right. Minivans and soccer moms. That's, that's, that's suburbia. That's how we it in the sport of that soccer. is suburbia right there you, know, you got kids in little villages <laughs> kicking the ball on, it's know. not even there's, a ball there's no grass on no, it's not even a ball with dreams of getting out no. of there our kids are showing up in minivans they're 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 kicking a sand-filled hey, hey, cow stomach hey, is what they're kicking billy come here come here 
Now, remember, we're not going to cry today, Billy. <laughs> hey, give your mom a hug. <laughs> That's how we prepare our men for, for the World Cup. <laughs> I can't even. It's, it's so bad. You know who's tougher than us? Well, we've already established the Netherlands is, so who else could be? France. <laughs> Viva la France. France is tougher than us in this, though. There's that's, no question. That's how bad. A country we mock on every other every level, thing in life every about level. being soft. In soccer, they're tougher than we are. Although I changed my opinion about that watching the uh, the saga of Ricky Bobby. Really? Oh, gee, oh yeah. yeah. France yeah. has offered things oh, to they, us. They, we, we have to consider what yeah, France has right. brought to the table. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm accepting some of that. I'm just saying that even the French are tougher than us in soccer. <laughs> Why did Morocco have to lose today? They didn't have I was going to be so pumped. They... They had a lot of shots on goal. They just forgot that you got to get it into the netting portion <laughs> for it to count. The whole thing's got me down. <laughs> I was all fired up. Morocco and Croatia. And then I was willing to s- just settle for one. Just now give me one of the two. Nothing. Well, I'm sorry nothing. that World Cup has left you empty-handed if it makes you feel any better. When's the final? Saturday? Sunday? Uh, Sunday. It's this weekend. Sunday. Sunday evening, I think, in, in Qatar. <laughs> Sunday in, evening in Qatar. So I think it's, it'll be Sunday Tuesday afternoon. at 10 a.m. <laughs> no, no. No, it's like eight hours. We'll be noonish, one o'clock, something like that. I'm just saying. If it makes you feel any better, uh, the UIL football championships are on now. What oh. do you mean they're on now? Started already today. Yeah, they started yeah, today. today. Yeah, we're, well, we're already two games in. Both the six mans have been. Uh, settled. Who won the six man? Uh, I don't want to poop with the six man, but I'm, it's leaving me a little bit I'm trying wanting to remember more. Because like more players. I'm trying to remember. Uh, gosh, who was it? They beat Abbott, I think. Who was that team? They were Abbott. blue. They were blue. They were and, blue and beat Abbott. Yeah, yeah. Not Greg Abbott. <laughs> don't, don't even think about those. Don't go there. Don't go there. It's a pipe dream in Texas. You're blue and you beat Abbott. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. What are you talking about? It's impossible. But anyway, but anyway uh, they won. And um, I'll be honest, Chuck, they had more people on the roster than L.A. did this year. Stop. I can't, they're like mid-20s roster. And... Uh, L.E. had more than that. No, L.E. had only like 25, 26 That's kids. That's mid-20s. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it had as many kids. Let me rephrase it as L.E. Now, let me say this. Not a single one of them would have got on the field at L.E. <laughs> oh, you don't know. <laughs> no, don't. Some crafty ones of those six men. <laughs> no. they, they cover a lot of ground. You got to remember that. If these kids had grown up in the suburb instead of in the country, Billy would have got a hug before going on the field. All right, Westbrook. Westbrook. Westbrook and Benjamin have won. Yes. Benjamin uh, beat Lorraine. I don't think that sounds right. No. <laughs> That's not a headline I'd go with. Benjamin <laughs> beats Lorraine. Yeah. That's not, I would not go with that down at the Gazette. Whoever's doing headlines or not, no. Don't even think about it. Oh, I'm thinking about no. it. No. No. You know, I'm driving in, 
and I'm I'm flipping around and Tim McGraw's Indian Outlaw comes on. You big fan of that song? Are you? I'm thinking if that song was actually released today, would it get any radio play? I uh, I don't know if Morgan Wallen released it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to it. <laughs> He's a lot, he says a lot worse things in India. And I'm kind of belting it out in the car, and I'm going, I feel a little awkward singing this one right now. Well, P&G's the Indians, and they're going to play for a I know, but it just felt, I don't know. Why are you anti-Indian? I'm not anti-Indian. I'm feeling like the, the song's a little uh, too Indian as opposed to being, you know, what, should you redo it as Native American Maybe. outlaw? Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't understand when it's something that praises Native Americans. I I can't understand the Indian outlaw? I don't know. Where's the praise in that? <laughs> well, he's cool. He's a cool dude. He's an Indian outlaw. Yeah, I get it. You never saw cool... any of those 70s westerns where it's typically a, a, a half-breed gentleman and he's, for one What's of us, you're doing? term gone off the reservation he's kind of an indian outlaw kind Come of like billy jack, jack. yeah yeah, yeah I've that's seen billy is. jack i said yeah. oh yes that's what this is about indian outlaws billy jack yeah i don't think it would play today oh i think it played it i don't know the rock would have to play him but <laughs> <laughs> really the rock is billy jack and he already redone buford puss yes walking tall <laughs> walking tall yes <laughs> The Rock can redo them all. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I can see yeah. the Rock is building. That was a pool something. Trying that was to. my one cultural thing. Did you see the other one that's that's coming out in January. What's that? This Milf Island. Have you seen this? No. <laughs> this is horrible. What? This is horrible. Yeah. Is it a shipwreck thing? No, it's, it's a train wreck. Is what it is. It's not a shipwreck. That's the other thing. It's, they, they, they did an announcement kind of thing today. It's coming out in January. Milf Island. Yeah, it's like a reality show. A bunch of middle-aged cougar-esque women and... Well, now, hang on, because years ago there was a TV show called Cougar Town. It wasn't anything. This is that. This is like this, The Bachelor on the, Bad. It was... <laughs> I mean, wouldn't Milf Island only like... I don't understand a bachelor, but like one out of two dozen gets the girl, right? Don't they start with like a dozen or two? Normally, but that's not how the way this. I got to think on Milf Island, they're a little less picky. (laughs) (laughs) They're more welcoming. Especially if they're if they're on an island with a. Here's what I'm thinking is going to happen in this. This is the way they're kind of teasing this today. This is why it's kind of got my attention about how weird is this. (laughs) It sounds. No no no. no, 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 wait. So, like, we got like a we got a, a, a crowd of fifty ish year old women, yeah, and a crowd of twenty ish year old guys, yeah. And apparently, all of the guys are some of the women's sons. Ah, I know. So is that Zach Wilson in this? Yeah. <laughs> That's where all the memes were today. All of them were New York Jet-based Zach Wilson memes today. I'm like, I'm dying seeing these memes. This is terrible. These are hilarious. What's the kid, kid quarterback in the Jets now? Uh, something white. I don't yeah, know. something white. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see him with his hand on Zach's shoulder? You're not up to this. No. <laughs> 
So no. <laughs> no. You're bad. QB2. That's right. Take a scene. That's right. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Something like that. It led us to a score yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking a break. That's where we end it. Owner of a Lonely Heart. How about that? It's a perfect music to take the break. It's about uh, 13 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor. Thank goodness we're through the uh, entertainment and culture uh, part of the yeah. show. This went south quickly. <laughs> it went all over. World Cup, Tim McGraw, Milf Island. We should stop the show right there here. And I'm sure people are saying that. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back to the fan. 107.9. and help the Marines deliver hope to a child in need. I was sitting all day long on my pajama Eating peanut butter jelly with my mama I was fighting with myself just for the drama Just for the drama Just for the drama all right, welcome back. We've got uh, 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 107-9903-735-9905. Had a chance to hang out over at A&M Texarkana last night. So what we were doing, just hanging, hanging out. Hanging out. Shooting the bull, talking. Hanging out. Watching some eagle hoop. We actually did hang out during the uh, women's game as they, we got to sit there and watch them Winning overtime. I tell you what, he's doing a good job over there. He's got them undefeated in conference. Yeah. Did, did they lose to Paul Quinn? Or did I don't they? think they have. That was a man. Okay. So uh, we, uh, we're we going to get Blake Huber on one day next week. You're going to yeah. be going next week. So I'm trying to line up stuff for next yeah, week. Good deal. Because I'm out of trying here. Trying to figure out a day to get uh, Coach Huber in. I do know Monday we've already got a pin down guest for Monday. Who's that? Dodger Danny's not going to be available till Tuesday. Oh, okay. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he's going to come in here and co-host ah. the thing. Monday, Barry Norton's in town. Ah, well, that'll be... I figure it's great timing. Yes. Between the conversation of the passing of Mike Leach and his impact on college football and high school football, and the conclusion of the Texas State High yes. School Football Championship Week. I'm sure Barry will know people who were involved. He probably will, yeah, <laughs> know everybody who's yeah. involved, so, I would think. So anyway. Who were he's in town Monday. He's going to be in here Monday. So we'll do the show together. He and I will. Now, did you see uh, the guy who's taking over for him, Coach Outlaw's announcement today? I did see that. Was really? it today or yesterday? Well, I saw it today. So for me, it was today. Uh, hiring of his new running backs coach. Saw that. Yeah, but good hire. Dennis Johnson is, he's been hanging around town, I think, a little bit. And, and uh, kind of in and out. And I think it's a great move. I think it's a great move if you can bring back former players as you're trying to make a connection between a new coaching regime and the past and some of the guys that have been very important in a very successful past for the Razorbacks to bring Dennis Johnson back into Texarkana and say, hey, I want you to kind of... Yeah, and if you've forgotten, this was, you know, when Bill Campbell won his back-to-back state titles, Yeah, this was his guy. Yes, yeah, we were at uh, in uh, DeSoto this weekend, and he had a chance to see Alito in Longview. And Alito has brought back Jonathan Gray, one of the stars of high school football in this state, and got him to do the same thing. He's coaching running backs at Alito, so to have Dennis Johnson back in the fold, I think it's very cool. We, you bring up Jonathan Gray. You and I 
talked about this Saturday, and I think it's worthy of airtime. Jonathan Gray is the reason anyone who tells me they hate NIL, I just want to say Jonathan, Jonathan Gray. Yeah. You know. I, I'm, I'm going to let you throw out the second part of this stat. Because we, we obviously we, we did Longview this year, and Taylor Tatum is a soon-to-be college football running back. Yeah, he's year, two years from, from now, just about everybody he'll be playing on Saturdays at a big school. If it, yeah, and you never know if guys like that are even coming back for their senior year anymore. This guy's so talented, but yes, he's broken the single-season rushing record for touchdowns with like 33, 30, whatever it was, thirty-three. Yeah, fabulous year in fourteen games. He's approaching. The school's record of 60, I believe, career touchdowns for Longview. Yes. And you pointed out when we were sitting in a lightning storm or whatever on the drive over of the 60 and how impressive that was for Longview. And then you had to poop on the parade with this. Well, Jonathan Gray, who played on multiple state championship teams at Alito, scored 205 touchdowns in his high school career. He was phenomenal. And before he blew out an Achilles playing for the University of Texas, he was on his way to being a phenomenal college football player. But he never recovered from blowing out his Achilles. He's the prime example. Post-Earl, I don't know if there's been a more decorated running back in the state of Texas in their high school career than Jonathan Gray. Cedric was pretty good, but not that good. Cedric Benson was amazing. Yeah, but not that. But Jonathan Gray was a phenomenal. He was on a winning team, multiple championships, just phenomenal. And looked to be the real thing in what little body of work he had at Texas before he blew the Achilles out. Right. But he got nothing for that. No, you're right. Nothing. That guy today coming out of high school is going to get, I'm assuming, a couple hundred thousand or more before he even proves himself on the field. I would think you're underestimating how much money he'll make. Well, well I probably am. Yeah. I probably am. Because, I mean, we saw Quinn Ewers pocket a million. Yeah. And we don't know what Arch Manning's yeah. going to get, but we'll bet it's significant. Yeah. And I know quarterbacks are, a, you know, it's, it's a, an obvious pickup for, I'm going to put but Jonathan Gray was so talented. He would be similar to Bijan now. Okay. And I don't I don't know what Bijan ended up pocketing the last couple of years, but I'm assuming it's seven figures. He was driving a nice car, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm assuming he walked away with seven figures over the last couple of years. Yeah. But I'm just out of high school never stepping on a field. Yeah, he'd have a mill. <clears throat> I don't know if he got a meal, but he... If you score 200-plus touchdowns yeah. out of high school, and if you're actually playing this right about what school you want to go to and yeah. don't declare as a junior, yeah. but you're kind of, you know, playing the field here, so to speak, yeah. It's anymore. It's a market. You're playing the market. So you may intend all along you're going to Austin, but I'm with that guy in Alabama. Yeah. He got nothing. Which is... This is the reason... NIL is long overdue. Now, has it become a little insane? Has it had an effect upon the sport? Sure. Not all positive. I don't think it's gotten insane yet. I think oh, we're I, coming to insane. I don't think I, we're I'll just say this, though. The Jonathan Grays of the world who got nothing, 
you just look at them and go, man, they gave their health. They gave their word. They showed up. They worked hard and walked away with nothing. How many games did he play And I know Texas? somebody else said, well, he got a degree. That's why he's got that coaching yeah. job. How, how, how many games did he play at Texas? I don't know. Maybe 10. I don't know. He didn't have much. It was a, he, he had a couple of nagging injuries when he finally started coming into his own down there. He blew out the Achilles one night on a little swing pass. I remember watching it thinking, oh, my gosh. So it, less than a full season. Yeah. It just it was a crowded backfield when he got there. It wasn't like he walked right in and right, started right, right away. And so, I, I just when I I read that story about Jonathan Gray last week, and he's going to make sixty a year, seventy a year. He one day may be a head coach. I don't know, but he's never going to get the money back that he could have made for his playing, and he never got anything unless it was under the table. And I'm not saying he didn't get under the table, but he had to go under the table to get something that he was doing in plain sight. Okay, and and you're right. Now he he got the degree. The degree has value. He's not a guy that packed in the stadium for four years and walked away with nothing, bad knees, and put you know fifty games on his back and can't pick up his kids today. So there's his trade off. He got the education. Yes, he didn't get the big money, but there's no guarantee any of them are going to get the big money. There's no guarantee any of them are going to get drafted. It is when you get it up front. Well, but, you know. Queen, yours got guaranteed money. I know, but you're making it sound like he lost his earnings there. And what we've typically looked at that is you got your earnings after college. You didn't get your earnings walking in the door at college. I mean, I'm 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 torn by it. I, I'm I'm a propo- I'm proponent of the NIL. Let me get this straight. He's being employed. Well, no, he's trading his services for a commodity, which is the college education. He's being employed. They're making money off his back. Yeah, but you know what? He played ten games and yeah. still got the full on degree. I'm just he saying. didn't he didn't play fifty games and, and what? he played ten. They because oh, we got that guy. I'm just saying these guys. All to get a piece. Did he sell any? Did he sell any season yeah, tickets? Because we so. got Jonathan, Jonathan Gray. Gray was, it was a big recruit. So potential time. UT people out there were thinking, I would go to Longhorn games, but nah. Oh wait, we got Jonathan. Now I'm going to. Yeah, I bet from Fort Worth, I got a bunch of people rolling down there to see Jonathan Gray play. That may be. I just, I just see guys like that, and he's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, sure he is. On. No, he's a great example. Thousands of He's them. a good example about the value of NIL. I get yeah. that. I he's, he's also, for me, a guy that I struggle with him being a great example because he didn't give all four years and have a busted-up body as a result. Yeah, he tore an Achilles. You have to put it back together again. You basically are walking around healthy and fine. Well, he's he not didn't. fine. He can't, he's not athletic anymore. He doesn't Well, neither have am I. I'm an old man now. <laughs> You know, I didn't get my NIL either. <laughs> I wasn't scoring 205 touchdowns, but either way. <laughs> but that is the—I mean—that is the pushback argument. He didn't walk away having he got nothing. He got a degree. That's not nothing. Uh, that's 200 uh, grand. That's no, it's a hundred grand because it's a state school. Okay, it's a hundred uh, grand. Stop right Plus there. housing and no, no, stop all that. All stop right, all that all right. because. His degree from University of Texas isn't any better in education than if he'd gone 
to two years of community college and then finished up at UTA commuting from his house he got basically a $25,000 education because you can get a $25,000 education and coach high school football sure you can and make the same money he didn't have to stay at Texas the whole time. He could have gone somewhere else. I'm, but I'm just saying, when you start saying he got this $200,000 degree, he got a degree that on the street's worth about 25000 because you can go out here and get you a teaching certificate for $25,000. He was sitting in a classroom in Austin, Texas. He was. He's taking one of the seats in Austin, Texas. But he's not getting Texas. the same benefit that people did. His, that? He's not getting the same benefit my son got from the University of Texas education. Why not? Because he's not making my son's making it shows a different career path he could have gotten that degree he in have. finance or whatever instead of getting one in education yeah i mean anybody that you, knows their teachers aren't making anything compared to yeah. your son in the private industry but private i'm sector. just saying when you're saying he got this great degree i'm saying he could have got the same degree down the street for 25 grand yes he could have but he also, he could have for it. He could have chosen a different major that would have maximized even more the yes. amount of money that he was getting in And I'm education. sure in Alito they were pushing him to the finance classes to get him ready at UT. Well, whether Alito's responsible or he's responsible or you're responsible. all the time. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, at that point in time, you got a decision to make about what you're going to do with this now opportunity to get an education. You can take P. You can I can be a physical therapy guy. I can be an ath- I can be a coach guy. I can be a classroom teacher guy. I can be a brain surgeon guy. I've got four, and obviously brain surgeon is not a good example because you only got four years. <laughs> but I got four years here on on the school. I can make a decision uh, about what my I point do with is. It. He could have got the same thing through Pale. Yes, he could have. Not disagreeing with that, but I am saying he got value for what he gave and for his body. Pale, nobody hits you. Pale, nobody makes money off the back of you. But, you know, you play the lottery every time you drive across the state line and get a ticket and say, hey, I'm going to see if I can't win the $2 million. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you get a car wreck on the way down there and you don't get anything. I agree. That's it's that's the thing, but I'm just saying – NIL is long overdue for guys like Jonathan Gray. Not disagreeing with that. Just disagreeing with the lack of value of what he got out of being down there. 29 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor. And 107.9. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Three minutes after five o'clock, Lard, Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079 basketball tonight. Here, here on the Fan. I didn't realize they'd rescheduled. You were over at the Orange School today. You should have led with that. Well, closer to tip off, probably smarter. Well, but maybe people in the first half hour would have liked that information. The first half hour. It's the whole hour. You're with us the whole hour. I don't think people are. I think they're in and out with us. They get in their car. It comes on. The they in and out burger. It. It's not in and out burger. We're not. We're not making burgers here. 
Keith Schutte's going to be making magic today with yes. Jack Martin. You know, that sounds weird, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't think Schutte would have gone for that. His I don't think Jack would have gone for that, thank you. Anyway, they're going to be on the air tonight. We're still debating tip-off time. The, uh, the, the tech witch thought it was 6 o'clock. Keith sent me a thing said 7 o'clock. They're all trying to get Skype all lined up. Sometime in the hour between 6 and 7... We got uh, Texas High Lady Tigers basketball. Hallsville is the uh, opponent there in town tonight. The game that was supposed to be last night, but uh, the weather decided to act up. Cost them last night's game. Yeah. Sounds confused. Some people played last night, some did. Well, the boys played last night. They went down to Sulphur Springs and played. How'd they do? They didn't do well. Yeah. What else? What, I'll tell you. You told me about, about Sulphur Springs. Yeah. I was warning you yesterday about Sulphur Springs. Yeah. Well, Skinner saw firsthand. So I never did see if L.A. got their game in against Hallsville. They weren't supposed to be playing last night. Boys were? Nobody was – Nobody was. Liberty Ilo and Texas High both had said they weren't okay. playing in right. town. So. so I don't know if they're making up or not. Well, that's why I want the schedule. We need a schedule. Tech Witch is going to get us a schedule. So we've got all that at our, at our fingertip. By the way, uh, Brandon Loris, who always likes to show off his sports knowledge. He does, doesn't he? How many years has he been doing that? Uh, he needs to have a segment he, or a show or himself. He probably needs to have his own show. If only he knew someone who could do that for him. <laughs> Brandon Loris. Yeah. Come anyway, on in. Yeah, anyway, 153 high school TDs for uh, Derrick Henry. Okay. That's, that's pretty that's a good big compare. number. Yeah. Three years or four years? I don't know. I don't know. I well, that matters. If it's three it years, you're talking about 50 a, does matter. 50 a year. You know, this year, T.I. had a freshman. Probably had a few TDs. Well, yeah. He, he didn't have 50. No, he didn't have 50. He didn't have that type of number. You know, but that's the deal. Jonathan Gray got to play 14, 15 games a year. That's that's yeah, what pads probably, your numbers. Probably almost 16 games every year. Yeah. You think how many, how many championships? Yeah, probably three? Right. Probably. <laughs> so that's 48 games if you just went yeah. sophomore through yeah. senior. So that's a lot of games. That helps your your numbers. So if you if you yeah, let's say he played his freshman year and just got in just the 10, yeah. we'll just say he didn't start, but he played 10. So he's played somewhere in the neighborhood of 58 to 60 games. Now I'm not thinking that 205 is all that impressive. He's getting like he's three getting and a half lot, touchdowns a, a game. A lot of touches. And a lot of touches. Yeah. If you're telling me I'm just playing four tens, like but, I'm on a sucky school four past tens. Week, you get into the, I don't know whether you want to call it regional finals or state quarterfinals or semifinals, you play some quality opponents. Well, yeah, you do. I mean, you didn't see anybody running for five touchdowns this past Saturday in that Longview uh, Alito game. Five touchdowns yeah. between the two teams. Week before, oh, yeah, you did see – uh, somebody running for five touchdowns. Yeah, no, send that to me, a regional final. That's still supposed to be pretty good competition. Yeah. And it was. Tim Review was a good ball club. But the earlier rounds, I mean, you yeah. can stack up some numbers. You can. And see, that's part of the problem. Like we were talking about the the, uh, the Tatum kid from Longview. You start winning games big, you don't play fourth quarters. Sometimes you don't play third quarters. Yeah. He sat out one full game. Mm-hmm. You start talking about every one of the games. Tyler Lee, he could have really padded his numbers. Other than other than against Lancaster, excuse me, Tyler Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> other than against Lancaster, I don't think there was a single game the kid played every. Yeah. Did he even play that game? Yeah, he took over in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which one he yeah. sat out. His legacy. But either way, I told you, a quarter of every game he didn't play typically. So if you're looking at the uh, remaining nine. 
eight games. That's that's another two full you games. You Jonathan Grace had a lot too. Oh, I would think. Yeah, they were saving him. Yeah, because he was scoring six in the first half. But when we're talking about the uh, the playoffs and going back to the UIL tonight, if you're a James Bowie fan, uh, I recommend you not watch tonight. Why? Mart's on. <laughs> just. I would just if I was really if I was a fan really? of the James B. Power. Do you want to see that again? I don't want to see me getting it again, but I want to see Mart handing it to somebody else this time. Okay. Yeah, I think it makes you feel better about yourself. Okay. Like, look, they beat us in whatever round it was. Look what they're doing in the state championship. Yeah. Okay. Like was... we could have hung with that other team. <laughs> Not Mart. The other guys. All right. However you want to view that. I'd, I'd... I'd... If you're, I would watch it that way, but I would watch it like in a in a snuggie, wrapped up in a snuggie, <laughs> and every time, and every time Mart hits somebody else, you yeah. you, you grab your your bunny a little tighter. Oh, look at there! What? Wall has joined us, uh, Coach Ryan Wall, uh, and has said, "Go uh, Tamuti uh, men's basketball." We did. We went last night. Yeah, and they did go. You know, I, I, we're going to talk about it now, and it's going to sound like we're pandering, well, which we don't we, really we talked like about to do. the women's team while ago. We really didn't talk about the men's team while ago when we were talking about it. It's because the women are uh, you know, overtime win. You get overtime <laughs> win, you get a little more ink. Well, the week four we got double overtime with the men, but uh, no, I I wanted to brag on the Woodlock kid. We we oftentimes Shit. talk about. Kobe and Connor and, and this year Trey Spencer. Did I hear Wall last night during the interview? Did he tell you he thought Spencer was the best big in the conference? He said that twice now. Okay. He said it in the last two times we've right. we've gotten together. He's making that point. He's hammering home. Typically we talk about that trio of players. But you and I last night witnessed Ryan Wall using the Whitlock kid. They had a, a pretty good lockdown guard. Was it the Snow Kid? Yeah. It was pretty good lockdown guard. But and and Powell had gotten in foul trouble and I thought Coach Wall did something really smart. No, he, don't say it like that. I He's know, listening. Now. I know. I shouldn't say that. But anyway, uh, when he put Kobe back on the floor, the lockdown defender had to leave him and go back over to Kobe. And so the Woodlock kid really had a moment there in the second half where he got to operating and, and started. He, he seems to be one of those guys, he and the Raspberry kid are getting more confident every yeah. game. And, and as their confidence grows, you and I both know this. I've been around hoop a little bit. That the more confident you are, the better you play. No question. And, and when you're trying to, I mean, you've got a coach who, you know, a wall. He's got a short leash sometimes with and, some players. Yes, with some well, players. But he he wants to make sure that kids are doing what he needs them to do to be successful. Right. And uh, but I, I sense that he's with those two young men is really beginning to get the best out of them and for last night uh because kobe draws the better defender you know we've talked off and on this year about the fact that kobe's basically a two guard now he's not having to handle the ball as much and that allows him to do some more things or power forward because he'll play that too (laughs) doesn't matter he loves to be in that paint up around that rim Uh, we're hammering all this stone if i'm telling you if you haven't been out and seen these guys kobe powell is worth the prize of admission Uh. and and these other guys talking about spencer all that those guys are great too but powell just from a fan standpoint he's a freak you don't even have to be a basketball fan 
to enjoy Kobe Powell. You know, going back to Spud and Muggsy, those guys, that's to see a little man against a bunch of big men do what he does on a regular basis, you don't really have to be a basketball fan. I almost get the sense that big guys inside don't anticipate him being there. If you don't play him or you don't watch him a lot. Well, you don't expect him up there around the rim where no, you are. No, no, but I'm saying I don't even think, you know, you, we, we don't box out like we used to, right? I mean, we can all admit back when we played older you were coached constantly about boxing out. Find your guy, box out, box out. Well, I think that's still part of it, but maybe but not as much. Do you see as much boxing out? I, I don't see near as well, much boxing out here's today the problem. as we saw. Guys are so athletic. Yeah, you can get in position, box out, and they can go straight up over you. And, and that may the be ball. the thing. But he's coming from a place where, as a guard, you're you're pressing down, seeing the action coming from a distance and getting into a better position as you maneuver through. A big guy inside is basically turning his back, and he's now got a very small amount of, of space to go. There are very many Rodmans that are going all over the rim at six foot eight or nine. But Powell, it feels like, is coming from a distance away. Guards don't really think about boxing out the guy that's around them, and so well, he's kind of getting no, a right. free pass. Out on the perimeter, he's not getting boxed out, and he gets down in there and right. and, and comes out of the, the traffic and somehow has a basketball, and he's headed the other way. And I don't think as a, another team you prepare for that very well unless you actually see it happening to you because you come on the court and you look at him and go, he's 5'9". Yeah. Oh, he's not going to get any well, boards today, and he's, he's second on the team. Everybody. In the Red River Athletic Conference would be expected by now. They've seen it yeah. enough. Yeah, it's weird though. Do you have to teach guards? Yeah. Box out the find, five nine guy. That guy. Don't let him get Don't in. Don't let the him lane. get in the lane because yeah. yeah, it's probably anyway. But it's, anyway. A, it's a fun team to watch. It's it's getting you know last few years they're getting a little better and a little better. Yeah. The, the first year was was a lot of fun. Well, it was I, was, I was amazed how competitive they were from the get go. Yeah, that, you know that's the great thing about college basketball. The portal's been alive and well forever. <laughs> it's no not kidding. No kidding. So, if you'll get out there and hustle, and Wall's a hustler, uh, if you'll get out there and hustle, you can put together a ball club and be competitive. Me, I think Blake Huber is, too. Yeah. I think Huber's a, a hustler, too. And like I said, we're going to get him in here next week, and we'll talk about the, the women's game. It's funny because we did a, a post-game or a halftime interview with, with uh, the women's coach yesterday, and his comment after we got done, we turned off the mic and we're kind of talking about it. And he said, yeah, he said, the first time I went down there and, and went on the show with you guys, he said, I really didn't know what to say because I didn't know what I really had. He said, now I kind of got a better idea. Now we can talk about a little bit more detail. And all right, so we'll get you in next week and we'll chew on a little bit about uh, how you rec- what's he looking for recruiting, what kind of team has he got out there. We spent three years watching – you know, Coach Dobbs' teams. That well, he, he put tried together. to build it from youth, and and saw what a hard path yeah. that is. It's hard when you and and the problem with trying to build it from youth is in college basketball, you can put a year into a kid and they're they're gone. Right. You know, Wall had a kid that could really score and play, and she just decided she won't play anymore. Yeah. Local that's kid. a gut punch. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you got a gunner. You know, like that's our yeah. that's going to be our score. No, yeah. I think I'm going to do something else next year. So you're always hustling to find disc players. golf. I think I'm going to do disc golf next year instead of <laughs> basketball. Like no, no. All right, we'll take a break. It's uh, 15 minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9. Quick break. Come right back. We'll do the last segment after this. Mm-hmm. 
bought lots of jewels and stuff. Backyards with swimming pools, bars with stools and stuff. Fancy foods, lobster, sushi, yeah. Versace, Gucci, crazy luchi. I know your ammo, you do demo on a paycheck. You get a herd from the bourbon show. And 12 until 6, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 107.9. Key Shooty says, look for the Tigers basketball game to start 7-ish. All right. So you got a little time before Hallsville. Texas High, Lady Tigers. Or you could go and catch some of that. District opener on the uh, radio yeah. or live in person. Yeah. Can't be there live in go person. Go to the Tiger Center and catch them. If not, take Keith with you. Tune in to Keith Shooty. He'll have it here this evening. Keith in your pocket. I don't think you want that. What's on uh, Kirk and Company tomorrow? It's going to be a bit of lavender on a Thursday morning. What? Chop, unfortunately... Um, is dealing with some family health issues. So All right. Keep Chop's family in your prayers. Always. So, uh, yeah. Billy's going to step up on a Thursday. Does that mean John Thomas is coming in tomorrow? I have no idea. He was in last week. I know. I, he's, he's, he that is not, yeah, well, maybe that's his Friday. I don't bring him tomorrow. <laughs> Just Billy tomorrow. John Thomas will come in Friday if possible. <laughs> I mean, he's only got semester exams. He's, he doesn't need to worry about that. I don't think that kid no, worries about nah. exams too much. Nah, trust me, he doesn't. I had him, he doesn't. All right, NFL um, is getting close to clinching time. The Eagles clinched a playoff spot last week. Yes. We've got five. I thought at first you said cinching time, and I thought it's not the Cowboys in the playoffs. Not yet, yet not yet. <laughs> they will cinch up them. <laughs> well, this is getting good, though. we got five who could clinch this weekend. Oh, that's, that's a The Niners deal. can clinch if they beat Seattle Thursday. Yeah. So and they can be the first ones. Well, the second one. Eagles are well, I'm already. i this week. Yes, they could yeah. be the first. You said five. Of course, we don't know who's going to quarterback them. Brock Purdy's gotten pretty banged yeah, he's up. Banged up too. Yep, they may be. Uh, Just, he can't give it to Debo. He's not no, back he's, there. You can't snap it to Debo. And so they're, saying, well, they're saying he's questionable. Is he? Right. So it's a weird 49er team this week. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see Seattle beat them this week. Yeah, but that's true. They could clinch this week. Um, if not, Seattle can close within a game. So I would have never thought that either. Uh, the Cowboys. Is Pete Carroll coach of the year. I don't know. Minnesota's got a new head coach, and they're going to win their division going well, they away. Did last week, Minnesota. They lost to Detroit, but they, they, <laughs> they're going to win going away. I'm just I mean, saying, last week they didn't win. They're going to win that saying, division. Did you have Carol seeing them winning with Geno Smith? No. And I don't dislike Geno Smith. I think he's a bottom half of the NFL quarter. I think he should be an NFL starter, but in the bottom half of the league. Not for a playoff team. No, they've done an amazing job. Yeah. And and I think he gets votes. I think the guy from Minnesota probably wins it, but I wouldn't be surprised if I don't know. And we got four weeks. I mean they could go yeah, they 0 and four and who right. knows. But, but I, right now I think I'd give it to Pete Carroll. They, they have surprised me. I thought that was a team that had gotten old. They had. They've turned it around quickly. They had, without and, stars. And they they got rid of their quarterback and uh yeah, they're doing it. And has that not been we haven't really said anything about that this year, but Russell Wilson's inability to get Denver over the hump. Well, they had a lot of injuries early. Yes. And lost a bunch of guys on the offense early, running backs and receivers, and Russell's struggled in the new place. Uh, Russell is a hybrid guy. And I know people don't like to think of him as that, but going back to his college days at, at North Carolina State, 
his year at Wisconsin, he took hits. He, he crossed the line of scrimmage with the football and took some hits. Now, he's good because he's got a baseball background. He's always been pretty good about sliding. But he takes hits. And the guys we've seen who play the quarterback position who take hits similar to running backs taking hits, the clock seems to tick on them a little faster. And I think that may be what's happened with Russell Wilson. We tend not to think of him in that way, but he has down through the years, taking some hits. You know, we know Cam Newton just fell off the map. Yep. Um, and nobody took more hits than Cam. Uh, so he was uh, huge, and he took hit, yeah. He gave hits as much yes, as he took them. He gave it to These are the reasons I think that the Ravens are so afraid to give an extension to Lamar Jackson. I, I think they love it. Lamar. Who doesn't? I think they're happy with him as a guy. I think they'd love to give him a four-year deal, a three-year deal, but maybe not a five- or six-year deal. And I don't blame them. Because It's of, a risky proposition. I mean, you know, but we're talking about the physical part of this, and I don't know if there's not more here to the Russell Wilson thing. You know, when Wilson landed in Seattle, they had a veteran – Defense. They had yes. started building. Yes. That was a defensive team first. Yes. They had Marshawn Lynch, who was a big personality, and it was Russell, a big running back, and, a big strong running game, and a coach who recognized I can, how to use Russell Wilson. I can use this guy the right way, and the pressure doesn't have to be on him. But over and over again, the stories out of Seattle were not about cohesion of Russell no. with the rest of the team. Oh, I agree. But the veterans kind of accepted him. And moved on because he didn't have to be. Richard Sherman was a star. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch was a star. Yes. They had stars. But you go to Denver now. But he was still a very good quarterback. He put up some good numbers. Well, I'm not saying he wasn't. He was a move the sticks quarterback. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about what he does on the field. I'm saying yeah, in the I, locker room and all. I've ever read he's a, a little abrasive. Guy. Seattle could handle it because yeah, they had strong leaders. You dream in Denver now with a rookie head coach and without a great veteran base and the Russell that's off to himself but maybe doesn't play as well in that locker room as it did in the old Seattle locker room. But let room. me go back on why I think Russell Wilson's the way he is. I saw this and it frustrated me and Vince Young. These guys who have so much athleticism, I think, tend to ignore coaching because in the back of their mind, they tend to think, I'm going to make a play. It's not your genius. It's not your X's and O's. I'm going to make a play. And they tend to not embrace coaching like they probably should. Pete Carroll's an amazing coach. He's coached different types of athletes. And, and has done very good getting the most out of them. But for a guy like Russell Wilson, I think he's got a little VY in him. VY at times was just stubborn and didn't want to listen. Now, he had the wrong guy trying to tell him something. And so maybe Pete Carroll understood early on, if Russ thinks he's doing this, I'll work around him. But maybe the guy in Denver doesn't know how to work around him and let him think he's the guy. Well, see, Nathaniel Hackett dealt with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah who thought 
he was the guy. Yeah. So it shouldn't be like Hackett doesn't know how to deal with that because he dealt with it as the OC. But not a pull down and I'm going to go get the first when I think I want to. No, but he's the, the first year with the new coach was yeah. not easy because yeah. Aaron oh, I, thinks he knows better. I agree. I think it, Russell's got that same thing in But for Aaron Rodgers, he knows best about reading and making the throw. And For Russell, I think he's got VY in him. I can always just pull it down and go make well, the play. Not so much. Not when you anyway, can do many hits. The other guys who can clinch this weekend, Kansas City can clinch, Buffalo can clinch, Cowboys, Vikings, Niners all can clinch. And the Yan a week in advance, has already started between the Eagles and the yeah. Cowboys, which is going to make for great theater next week. WWE. It's going to make NFL. for great theater. Cowboys, Eagles, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, man. We're out of time. Appreciate you hopping on with us. Don't forget Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. Billy Lavender will be uh, in, the in the lineup. He'll be here on hitting, Thursday. He's hitting in the number four yeah, this week. Up this week. Oh, man. Well, I hope we got the uh, janitor staff around because we're going to have to clean up after that. Oh, uh, no. Careful. All right. We're done. Three minutes till six o'clock. Signing out. We'll be back here in 23 hours. We'll do this all over again for one more time this week. You're on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 1079. Don't forget Texas High basketball coming up in one hour right here on the fan. A diversity group in Britain is calling the nation to rethink Christmas and spare the feelings of non-Christians. They say